yeah, you start to doubt yourself and, and to succeed, you never should doubt yourself. And it's normal. You, you will have phases where you doubt yourself. I doubted myself again this morning and then everything turned and I was like, okay, I was right and I should stop doubting myself. But so it's normal to doubt yourself and this makes you stronger as well. But in general, you need to trust yourself and believe in yourself because there's always a new trend. But I think if you give your body as many different things in small quantities and you get the rainbow in terms of color and everything you can, like this cannot be anything wrong. So that's really my philosophy. Just try to incorporate as many ingredients, as many vegetables, fruits, whatever you can, just vary as much as possible what you eat. That's how I function basically. Welcome to Dream Again Podcast. I'm your host, Krina, and I'm a seeker, entrepreneur, and a clear example that all your dreams can become true. I have conversations with amazing guests weekly to inspire you to live your most beautiful, healthy, and joyful life. And now, let's get to my conversation for today. Welcome to Dream Again Podcast where we are inspiring you to chase your dreams and live your best life. Today's episode is going to be a real treat as we are sitting with the incredible Alex Marmaziu, the founder of Eat by Alex and the master in the art of whole food and plant-based nutrition. Alex has a unique story of leaving the financial industry behind and following her passion for cooking and healthy living. She's traveled the world, study under top chefs, and create some of the most delicious and nutritious recipes out there. But that's not all what we will talk about today. In this episode, actually, we are diving into some serious topics like finding your purpose, overcoming bullying, and achieving authentic career success. We'll also be exploring the power of focusing on overall health rather than just weight management. And of course, we will be discussing some mouth-watering recipes and health tips that will leave you feeling inspired and empowered. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired by the incredible Alex Mamaziu as we explore the many ways we can all dream again and live our best lives. Alex Marmaziu, welcome to the Dream Again podcast. Hi, Karina. Nice to see you and talk to you today. So, Alex, you are a trained chef specialist in the whole food and plant-based nutrition and the founder of Eat by Alex. I want to go to the beginning of your whole journey and ask you if this it was your dream at the beginning. Yeah, it was the dream of my life to uh, build such a company and start such an adventure. Uh, I didn't know it will happen that way, but it was it was really a dream come true, the Eat by Alex story and my life. But let's start a little bit with the beginning because you actually were in the in the financial industry for almost ten years before you decide to switch. That's correct. Surprisingly, yes, I was 10 <laughs> years in finance. <laughs> I had a little, 
ah, let's, it was a glitch. Let's say uh, I had to make a change, but no, I, I, I studied financial uh, markets and then I went into finance because I thought this is so exciting. It's, it's going to be fun to do that. And then I, after 10 years, I thought, hey, it's, it was interesting. I learned a lot, but I'm not learning so much anymore. I want to use my hands. I want to be more creative. I want to meet a lot of people and be inspired every day. And so I jumped into the unknown. And yeah, then Eat Balex was born a few years later. But how everything, I mean, jump into the unknown, because I'm asking you that because there are so many uh, people that they are listening now and maybe they are in this stage where they are unhappy in what they are doing in this moment, but they don't know how to start. You know, that jumping moment, I think is the most difficult one. What triggers Mm -hmm. you besides being bored of what you are doing? I think the most important step is to trust yourself. In the end, that's the most important stuff because you need to believe in yourself. You need to to know that you have the, you really need to believe in you that whatever happens next, you will make it happen. And and also for me, I also try to reassure myself that I can always go back to the financial industry. And if anything, I will even be more wanted at that time because I acquired even more skills. So I just trusted myself. I gave myself time and love. And uh, then the ideas just flew and came to me and it all happened naturally and very smoothly. And it was beautiful, actually. It, it was scary. It's very scary to jump in the unknown. But it's also so rewarding because you, you let the universe send you signs and uh, you just, you, you're just so much more open to what can come your way and to people and to... Yeah, um, it's like you need to be much more open because you you are in this very tense situation where you don't have, uh, you're not in a routine, you're in the, in the unknown. But that's when you make the most beautiful discoveries. That's when your body gives you signals. It's It's a really magical time. I think we should learn and train ourselves to go more into this scary feelings uh, of unknown. And it's nice because then you connect the dots after that and you realize that actually everything made sense. But when you are in that moment of scaring moment, when you're like, oh, I don't know what should I do? You are like, oh, that's the ending of my life or <laughs> the ending of everything. Mm-hmm. So first of all, let's explain to our friends. What is Eat by Alex? Eat by Alex is actually on a mission to uh, help people add more plants into their diet for a stronger body and for a better planet. That's our mission. Beautiful. And we do that by trying to make it more convenient, easy and fun and delicious and joyful. Um, Because when I started, just saying vegan was so negative and people were like, ah, vegan. So for me, I I tried to change the whole dynamic and the whole spirit around the the veganism and just bring a, a happy, fun and... And yummy. Joyful. Yeah, and yummy. And yeah, exactly. Delicious. And just make it fun, you know, and make it positive. And because the whole veganism trend was very negative, I think, just very militant. And for me, I was never for that. I was always, hey, let's let's have fun doing that. Let's have fun learning new things because that's how I came to it. I was never uh, a vegan. 
and I'm still not a vegan actually. But I was like, there's a very nice, beautiful way to 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 add more plants into people's lives, and that was my my philosophy. And in the end, you know, people think that Eat Balex gives a lot of people uh, gives vegan. We only target vegans, but actually, no, our customers are not vegans. So anyway, I went into the mission and a lot of talking, but uh, so the company, yeah, we just create uh, nutrition programs and we guide people with our, um, with our philosophy. So we help people transition and to add more plants into their diet via cooking workshop, nutrition programs, um, uh, recipe. Uh, we create a lot of communities to put people together in our workshop. So yes, we, we just do it in a very positive and joyful and delicious way. And I know that some of your team, or I don't know, part of your team, they are actually joining another dream again kind of mission because some of them, they were actually did something else in their in their story and then they look to in, into their true dream and follow into that. Is it true? They all have a story behind that. Yeah, exactly. And every time someone applies, they... It's such beautiful application when we receive a CV and an application because they all connect to our story, to the plant-based, to adding more vegetables. Um, they love cooking and they're just so excited to to join us. I mean, the, the application and the emails we receive for joining Eat are so different than what you would see in any other companies, I think. You can tell that everyone is connecting with the theme. And they're really interested. And often people who apply for the jobs, they have zero experience in what we do because they're just so passionate about the theme. So what do you do after that? How you hire them if they don't have experience? Yeah, you know, actually all my first employees, they had very little know-how in the cooking or I just, we educated and we we spent time to to transfer the know-how, the know-how because we realized that you need passionate people not experts in their field. Obviously, the more a company grows, the more we will also require experts. But at least for the first few years, we really just worked with very passionate people. And that's what worked so well for us. It was very easy to recruit, actually. And we always had such a vibrant team. And it was really, really uh, special. You are sharing the values. I remember when I had my company, my fashion company, um, I had an interview with um, with a guy, Alex, who joined the company for a logistic manager position. And he was so stressed. He had basically the last um, interview with me and he was so stressed and he came and he learned so much about all the topics about logistics and he knew everything. And my questions, they were, what are your dreams? Like mm-hmm. going into this direction and he told me after that, he told me, I was so shocked because I, I trained so much about for, for all this interview. But at the end of the day, you asked me that and I was like, what was that? But actually, like you, I was very much looking for people that they are aligned with my values that and, you know, even knowing the dreams of people says a lot about a, a person. And um, then obviously they can learn. And yeah, I understand it very much. But Alex. We talk about a little bit about it by Alex. We talked that you were in the in the banking, the whole financial industry, and then you join the food industry. But let's go there a little bit. So you were bored of what you were doing. You didn't have experience in the food. You were just ha- having this passion. What you did then? Because I want to go there because 
I am trying to, together with you, to inspire others to follow their dreams. Yeah. Having you as an example. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, when you've been working in the financial industry or in any industry, you acquire skills. And I acquired skills during my work. I acquired skills during my childhood with my parents cooking together. I acquired schools. Uh, like, so your whole life brings you to a point. And for me, um, when I left my financial career, I thought, let's explore what I like doing. Let's, let's go to those places I always dreamed to be. Let's explore the fields that I enjoy. So I did, I did a lot of internships with multiple startups and, in a, I even did in a venture capital fund. So I did really internships. So even though I was 32 years old, I was like, let me get internships. So I started Amazing. very pragmatically. Yeah. Pragmatically, you know, like, let's just, mm -hmm. let's just try. Let's see how it goes. Let's see how it feels to be in different roles. And that gave me such an insight on what I like doing and what I not, don't like doing and what are the things I try to avoid doing again? Um, so it was so interesting because often, you know, you have a vision of someone else or of another job, but it's only when you actually do the job that you understand better if it suits you or not. Totally. So that's what I did. And in parallel of my internships in different uh, companies, I also uh, found some courses online. So I started to do cooking courses because I always loved cooking. I always loved entertaining and having guests at home. It's my Romanian, our Romanian roots. Yes. I think you we probably love food. know a lot about yes. that. We love food. We love having people over. So I was like, ah, oh, let's just do a culinary course. And that's how it started. I did a culinary course and I was like, I really love that. Let's do one more. And then I found this amazing culinary school in LA, Los Angeles, where I anyway wanted to spend time. And the, the course I did was so different than French culinary or the traditional culinary school. It was raw and plant-based. So you moved, you moved to, to LA, right? So you just went there. Yeah, the first part, I did the course online and then I moved to LA for two months first. Then I came back, I went again. So it was like one year uh, back and forth between Zurich and LA doing my classes. Yeah, so and beautiful. that was the dream of my life. I was dreaming. I was yeah, like, it's the I'm paradise of vegan and vegetarian, all innovation in food. Lifestyle, you know, like the, the the well-being and healthy lifestyle. And it was so inspiring to be there and learn new things. And I just knew there is something to bring back home. People will love this. And yeah, that's what I did. I came back to Zurich and... Home in Switzerland. Yeah, I brought it back to Switzerland. Exactly. So then you did, so you did different cooking classes. I mean, you did one, as you mentioned, the culinary school, which is one of the top, one of the most known cooking classes. And then, yeah, you wanted to bring it back. You just, the way how you talk, everything sounds so easy, because, but I know it's yeah. not. <laughs> no, it's not. Now, you know, and I just want to interrupt. I have something important to say. Please. So when I left UBS, when I left the financial industry, I had a lot of people challenging me and telling me, but what are you going to do? Why? Why are you doing that? My parents, my colleagues, my friends. So a lot of, you get a lot of doubts from your surrounding. And it's not because they doubt of you. They doubt of themselves because they would not probably have the courage to do it themselves. 
So there's a lot of like, a lot of people you need to ignore. That's super, super important. You need to ignore what people are going to say around you because they are one, jealous. And two, they are scared for themselves, not for you. They project their fears onto you. And for me, I, that was tough, I have to say, because, but I kept telling myself, hey, they're jealous and they are actually um, putting their fears on me, but it's not my fears and I need to ignore that. And one of my strategy was always to make people, and I always give that advice to anyone who's living and gets a lot of judgment, just make them jealous. Just tell them how incredible life you have and how good it is to be out there. You don't have to wake up at 6 a.m. to go at 7 to work. You can travel. You can do courses. You can just make people so jealous of what you're doing. And then you know you shut them up. They have nothing to say. Totally. So this is a very important. It's a funny joke with this turtle. It was this death turtle and she wanted to participate to this Olympics together with the other animals. Who is the faster one who arrives on the top of a mountain? And they were starting the competition and they were all running. And then everyone on the top, on the bottom said, oh my God, it starts to get really, really uh, dangerous. You have to stop. The turtle actually, she, because she was dead, she was death. She was not hearing anything and she was actually at the end, the only one who made it at the top of the hill because yeah. she just didn't hear all these opinions. And I think especially because I see that we both were living in California and I really see this difference between the the American mindset and the European mindset, you know, like in Europe, it's more like, oh, you, what are you doing? I mean, you give up. I can imagine in your case, you give up of your successful career in finance. I mean, mm -hmm. what can be more secure than that? What are you doing? What is in your mind? You know, compare with a, a US opinion, like, oh my God, that's amazing. What are you doing? That's cool. Something new, a new challenge. Exactly, exactly. And it was so much, uh, my parents freaked out. My, my colleagues freaked out. Everyone was like, and that was tough because, you know, it was, a, it sounds like all perfect, but I also had huge doubts because I was like, oh, it's taking a long time. It was getting, I remember after one year, it was November. I had done all my culinary course. I felt like I have something so good in me. I can really create something amazing. But it was November. It was cold. It was raining. It was snowing. People I keep asking me, so what are you going to do? A lot of pressure on me. And I remember that November, it was so hard because, yeah, you start to doubt yourself. And, and to succeed, you never should doubt yourself. And it's normal. You, you will have phases where you doubt yourself. I doubted myself again this morning. And then everything turned and I was like, okay, I was right. And I should stop doubting myself. But so it's normal to doubt yourself. And this makes you stronger as well. But in general, you need to trust yourself and believe in yourself and make a work on being positive and believe in yourself to succeed. Because what happened in that November, I was so down. Then December, it was the Christmas holidays. And I remember on a trip with my mom, we were in Paris. And she says, so Alex, what are you going to do? Again, the same question, you know, putting pressure. And I was like, if I knew, I would tell you, I'm still exploring my options and I It's, it's, it's a process. I mean, it takes time to come up with a perfect business idea, especially when it's your first one, really. And I remember like literally, I think a week la later, the idea, the seed was born in me. 
And from that moment in one month, I created the first milestone of Ibalex. Ibalex was born. One week after that interrogation and me having to justify again that I don't know yet, but it's happening. You just need to give it a bit of time and, and love and trust. Exactly. Trust in the progress because everything, everything is there. Everything is there. You just sometimes have to learn to have a, a little bit of patience. But to do things like you did, you know, you just went out of your comfort zone. So from the moment when you left the the banking, the financial industry, until the moment when you founded it by Alex, how long was this time frame? It was in the end uh, roughly a year and a half. It's a lot. A year and a half. And nothing in the same yeah. time because it's still a lot. You need a lot of time to to uh, kind of um, switch off the past. And you had almost 10 years in this industry. Yeah. And, you know, I, I went to, I had to learn a new skill. Right. As well. So one year was dedicated to culinary school, pretty much. All nine months were fully dedicated to culinary school. So, I mean. You were pretty fast. I think also as, as women, we, we're very perfectionist. We feel like to start cooking, you need to culinary school. If you want to go into whatever business It's so funny, I can see the ladies and the women around me. Every time they want to start something, they first want to have the education. And I think often uh, our masculine counterparts are much more confident and they're like, oh, it's okay. I'm just going to do it. And yeah. They just do it. And for us, like, ah, I need to do this education. I need that uh, license, I need that document, you know, we, we want to do it so deeply. Kind of a confirmation that actually what we are doing, it's great, or if that we are great, kind of a confirmation. But I hope that this is a good message and reminder for our friends that they are listening now to just do it and don't do, I mean, <laughs> you can... Actually, the way how you learn it by Alex day to day, I think it was a better school for you than just maybe doing another entrepreneurship uh, class, right? Of course. Yeah, and I was hesitating to join an MBA, actually. So mm -hmm. I had made all the steps to join an MBA. And in the end, you know, there was this GMAT to pass. And I was like, oh, no, I don't want to do this GMAT. What is this thing? And I got so discouraged because there was the GMAT. And I was like, I don't want to spend so much time to just do something that is not even so useful in my life. And looking back, back I'm like the investment I would have put in joining a, uh, a business school. I mean, what I've done now, okay, it's a bit longer now because it's five years. But the learning curve of building your own company, managing people, uh, going through ups and downs, Corona and all these things, you can never learn that in business school. Like the, the learning curve I had founding my own company was absolutely the best way to learn this, in my case, at least. I mean, I still think it's an interesting MBA is still great. You know, I'd still do it if I had time, maybe later. Yeah, for sure. But... You already, I'm sure, learned much more than <laughs> that MBA. What did you take as a learning from the previous experience into the new uh, business? So you mean from my previous career? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was uh, a trader uh, in a very difficult market. And in general, all my career in the financial industry, 
it was tough times. Like from the day I joined the financial industry until I left, I really just had down markets and difficult markets. And I had to learn to be very resilient and patient. So that gave me really a strong skill, which is patience, resilient, always trying, never abandoning. I'm a trooper. I'm really a trooper. And I guess that's my career. That's, um, but you need to be careful as troopers. You need to be careful because sometimes you, you overdo it and then, you know, so it's now I'm learning a bit the other side where I'm like, maybe I should not be always like 100% a trooper. Sometimes it's also time to let go of things that don't work. And that's also okay to let go. It's part of the journey. That's so true. Okay, I um, wanted to touch another topic, which is related with food and related with your past. And it's about the weight management. I know that uh, back in time you struggle with that. Can you share more about this experience? Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's such an amazing time now and to ask this question because I, my whole childhood or since I don't know how old I was, but... Probably since I was five, six years old, I gained a bit weight and I was a bit chubby. And, you know, when you're a child, um, your school friends, your friends, they just bully you. And so I had a pretty tough time. And, um, you know, at home, my brother could eat whatever he wanted. I was always put on a diet by my family to be correct, the right weight, whatever the right weight means. And so, yeah, it was, it made me again, my childhood made me even more resilient as well, because I had to, I had to ignore what people say about me. I had to, to stay strong. So then when I left my career and I started uh, Eat by Alex, so my whole journey onto the well-being lifestyle, and I just realized that if you're connected with your body and you eat the right things and you, you just give yourself a lot of love, you can, I mean, I'm not in a diet ever again. I'm so against diets. I just don't believe in diets at all. I'm just eating whatever I want. And I do eat pizza. I do eat crisps. I do drink alcohol. So I'm not perfect at all. I just do it all like everyone. But I just have, I know also that I so much enjoy eating healthy and bringing nutrients into my life and finding kind of a balance between sometimes having things that maybe are not so healthy, but most of the time I just love uh, nourishing myself. And it's all about the nourishment. It's not about the calories, it's about the nutrients you put in your body. So as many colors, as many ingredients and um, and I eat a lot. I mean, I eat a lot of food. I never... Because I'm so active, I'm also doing a lot of sports. I'm always on the move. I have the dog. I'm biking here and there. I'm standing all the time. Like I'm such an active person. I can really eat whatever I want. And as a child, I was always on a diet. And to be honest, even at university, my friends would have burger for lunch. And I would be the girl who would have a mini green salad with a bit of dressing and a little bread. So... I was eating so poorly and then I will have a diet Coke. I mean, it was so, and I thought, oh, this is great because it will keep my weight. But so that's how I grew up. That's what I thought I had to do. And then I discovered, no, you can do the opposite. You can eat just so many vegetables and so many good things for you. And 
you will feel so good in your body and you will have such a strong body. And yeah, I am not perfect. I'm not a top model. I don't look like I also have my little things that annoy me in my body. But in general, I'm very proud of my body. I'm, I feel very confident. I know, I, I, yeah, I have, I, I never felt as good as I feel now. And it's a magical moment because I'm eating more than ever. I do whatever I want. I'm never in restriction. And I feel the best I've ever felt. I mean, I'm sure that you don't eat 10 pizzas per day and uh, 20 hamburgers. Ah, no, no, no. <laughs> But I eat, I mean, I really do eat a pizza a week, you know, like I yeah. I do have crisps here and there, like, and it's, it's really fine, but it's all in the balance. It's all about defining the balance. And, you know, also for yourself, if you would eat every day a pizza, I would not feel good. Like I need to eat this other days, really amazing things. And even with my pizza, I would, I would first start with greens. So there's also the, how to do it. You, if you start with greens, you add the fibers first, and then you add the carbs, which means it's much better digested and your glucose, your, your sugar don't spike immediately. So there's also tricks on how to do it the best. So tell us more tricks about that. I'm sure that we want to hear. So first, it's about having fibers before um, the main course, more like a green salad or veggies in general, right? So that's one. Yeah. What are you doing for the breakfast? So I am an intermittent fasting girl, which I want to first put some a comment out there. For us women, it is not recommended for all. Like actually, if you read... Um, It's recommended to have very regular meals because of our hormones. But I find that for myself and my body, which is not the body of everybody, but for my body, so far, I really enjoy this intermittent fasting. So it means until it also suited me with our kitchen and because we always have lunch around one or two in the afternoon. So for me, I would not, I would just have a coffee in the morning and then I would have my lunch around one or two. So pretty much I'm not, I'm only eating from one, two PM until 9 PM, let's say the latest. Um, so that's how I, so I don't really have a breakfast personally, but again, I, I highly recommend to have, um, like a nourishing breakfast that, which contains, um, nuts, so fats, and protein so like for example nuts is a great way to to great element to include in your breakfast and uh, because they have protein they have fats and they have complex carbs so nuts and we use for example at ebilex a lot of uh oats as well or mealy flakes or like uh, another type of grain and then i love to use berries as well so we use a lot of berries because berries you have They're super food, but then they're not that sweet. And antioxidants. Antioxidants. Yeah, exactly. So less about the sugar, more about the the antioxidant. And the more colorful, the more polyphenols you get, the more nutrients you get and antioxidants. Yes. So right now in the time of my life, maybe it's also related to my job. I think, you know, obviously your, your lifestyle and your life has an impact on how you consume your food. Totally. Um, but for me right now, that has been how I've been functioning and I'm sure it's going to change. So I think I can, I can feel that um, 
probably in the future I will have a breakfast. Uh, but right now, this is what suits me best and treats me best. I just want to say that I'm happy that you add that uh, fasting, especially for women, it's so important to just listen to your body. And uh, in the next uh, episodes, actually, we will have um, a hormone specialist. She wrote a book. Um, it's called Fast as a Girl. Fast like a girl or something mm -hmm. like this, similar. And actually so important related with our period, where we should fast and when we should not fast. So, but obviously, like you mentioned, it's so important to listen to your body. That's you are the best doctor in my point of view. You just have to listen to your body. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. And there's a lot of, there's also mornings where like today, this morning, I was like, I do need a breakfast. I'm hungry. So if I'm hungry, I'm going to eat. Perfect. Like my body tells me I'm hungry. This is not a craving. It's just my body needs energy. There's a reason. So I would, for example, I had a, a really nice raspberry porridge, vanilla porridge this morning. So mm. you see, it's not like I'm following. I'm never, basically, I'm never a strict person. Like I'm not strictly doing intermittent fasting. If my body tells me, nourish me, I will also nourish nourish it. You listen to your body. What other secrets you want to share? Can you share with us? I really love this. Uh, and I really used that uh, salad before. And I really can see I'm using the glucose monitorium, continuously monitorium sometimes. And I can really see um, that the salad, the fibers before mm -hmm. the main uh, meal really works. What other tricks yeah. you can share with us? So I think for me, the most important And again, I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a medical doctor. And you know, when you read research and books and you go to school, I still find in the food industry and the nutrition industry, there's always a new trend and a new idea and a new strong concept. Like, what should I say? Like uh, in the morning, there was this juicing of celery juice. Everybody did celery juice i mean i have nothing against celery juice celery juice is great but for me in the end my way of operating for myself and for the company eat Bilex, is diversity because there's always a new trend but i think if you give your body as many different things in small quantities and you get the rainbow in terms of color and everything you can like this cannot be anything wrong So that's really my philosophy. Just try to incorporate as many ingredients, as many vegetables, fruits, whatever you can, just vary as much as possible what you eat. That's how I function, basically. I saw that actually you are using more than 50 different ingredients per day, which is amazing mm -hmm. for Eat by Alex. Yeah, my, my kitchen hates me for that. <laughs> <laughs> my team imagine. in the kitchen but you really count them like you really make sure that you really have 50 at least 50 how how you do that no but you know we make six different meals every day so we make breakfast lunch dinner the three then we make a protein shake we make a treat and we make a shot and i just see it in my spreadsheets and in my tool that we use in the kitchen each recipe has between 10 and 25 ingredients and times six <laughs> it's more but obviously some repeat like salt water oil but it's it's incredible i mean and when we do the food shopping 
a normal kitchen struggles to order do the food shopping for us because we use so many ingredients. So we had to build a tool that allows us to automate the shopping because we have too many ingredients. And for someone to wow. do it by hand, the, the list would just be too long. To add this on the top of everything, speaking about, I mean, I'm sure that for a, for a customer sounds amazing, but as an entrepreneur, this became more and more interesting. Not only that you use so many ingredients, but all of them, they are fresh. So it's not mm -hmm. like, it's not like you buy them and have the, um, I don't know, you sell them for six months. You actually buy mm -hmm. them in the same week where you are cooking, right? Or the same days. Everything is really fresh, which makes the business pretty interesting. Yeah, and it's it's a complex operation, I must say. It's a complex operation. Like now we just moved to a new kitchen and there's a struggle on this because it is very complex. There's so many ingredients and we now um, produce uh, food for two days at the same time. And then so we order, produce, deliver, and then again, order everything, produce and deliver and then people eat. But it's just such a big, it's so many ingredients. It's really, I made an inventory the other day and we use, yeah, we have in stocks, we have 250 ingredients in stock. I have to come once to visit your kitchen. Sounds really like a paradise. Yeah, it is really, I mean, even my kitchen at home, it's madness because I have, when you have all the nuts, there's, I don't know, 15 nuts, you have all the seeds, 15 seeds, you have all the spices, all the grains, uh, all the, I mean, it's just it's madness, the cupboards. My husband is like, what are you doing? But he's a lucky guy. I'm sure that he's very spoiled with a lot of yummy food. And maybe you can spoil us a little bit as well and tell us maybe one of your favorite recipe. I know that besides that it's um, full of nutrition, you and looks really amazing and it's super yummy, you actually do a lot of things that they are really fast. Can you think about one recipe for us that is fast and has all these qualities that I mentioned before? Yeah. Yeah. So it's good that you mentioned that because that's what I want to say. Like in the end for me, I want to make it fast and efficient and quick because the more a recipe is complex, that's what differentiates me from maybe a star chef. Star Chef will make it all about the small things, but it takes ages. And for me, I'm rather just doing 10 different meals with 10, 50 different ingredients fast. So one easy recipe. So like at the moment, we have asparagus in season. So I like to do, um, let's take the, the green asparagus. I find them delicious on the barbecue. So I'd quickly uh, barbecue the asparagus. Then on the side, I would keep cook a grain, like you could do, um, you could do quinoa um, on the gluten-free, or if you want to be very fast, you would do a couscous, a whole couscous, where you just add hot water. And in five minutes, you have just these two components. Um, then I like to use uh, some, I would like to use, for example, some nuts as well. So I would do some toasted pine nuts. I would add also in season maybe some strawberries. Strawberries and asparagus go really well together. So I'll cut some very small pieces uh, of uh, uh, strawberry. Not too much to overpower, but just to have a bit of freshness because strawberries are not that sweet when you think about it. It's more acid. So I love to use a lot of acid. 
So I find using a bit of berries to complement the meal is amazing. Also, I can see in my garden the, the tarragon is growing at the moment. And tarragon and asparagus go so well together. So just take a few uh, tarragon leaves and chop them finely on top. And yeah, and then a dressing. I mean, a dressing is important. If you have time to make a good dressing, you have a blender. I like to make creamy dressings. But if you're really on the go and fast, and that's my Romanian roots, my father always loved lemon. So I would just sprinkle some olive oil and drizzle some lemon juice, salt and pepper. Just very easy. Oh, sounds delicious. I'm ready for the dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so where we can find you, Alex? I know that um, part of our followers, they are not from Switzerland, unfortunately. So mm -hmm. they will probably uh, hate me when I will say that you cannot find it by Alex in, uh, in the US yet. Hopefully very soon. Exactly. They can get the recipe on our website. So at least that is word world. And it's for free. It's for free. It's all for free and there's delicious recipe. But no, mostly right now people can find us all over Switzerland. We just uh, launching a Swiss-wide uh, operation in May. So next week, uh, not next week specifically, but in May, like uh, we're testing right now deliveries and making sure that uh, our nationwide deliveries function well. So we, have, we are currently operating mainly in Switzerland. That's our niche. That's where we started. Um, and hopefully uh, I'm excited to launch in other countries as well. And obviously for me, launching in California would be a, a dream of mine to do something there. So that's one of your dreams. What other dreams? Where, where do you see it by Alex in the future? Or, and where do you see Alex in the future? I mean, eat palettes, I see a bit of eat palettes in everybody's home. So when they need to cook something plant-based, which is delicious, fast and nutritious, I want people to think eat palettes and use our education and our news, our recipes and our whatever we share. So they have eat palettes present in their lives to create this very simple but delicious and nourishing meals. And for Alex, I see her with more time um, getting, just to have more time to educate myself again on new topic. Obviously, when you just start a, a startup, it's a lot of work at the beginning and a lot of commitment and a bit less time for yourself. So I would love to that one day I can have a big enough team so that I can just dedicate more time for me to learning and bringing all this knowledge to my customers and followers, basically. So we are getting um, uh, close to the end of our interview. First of all, I want to make sure that uh, people will follow it by Alex. I will make sure that I'm tagging the website and your Instagram. You're all the time having beautiful educative videos. And I really love that you are putting yourself more out there. I really love the new branding and I really love that. I really, I have to say, uh, congratulate you for that. Um, at the end of the interview, I like to ask my guests, what is the take on lesson? One, if it's one lesson, then they have to go after they listen to this podcast. What will be Alex's advice to, to all my friends? I would say it's really to trust yourself, whatever you decide to, your body tells you what to, to do. 
and to not listen so much to what others have to say. Just really follow your your gut feeling, follow, trust your yourself, like rely more on, on yourself than what others might say to you. Uh, because in the end, they're not you. They don't know what you have inside you. Um, so yeah, really trust yourself and give yourself a lot of love and uh, credit for what you're achieving. Thank you so much, Alex. I'm uh, inviting myself uh, to your kitchen very soon because I want to see all yeah. these 200 oh. ingredients. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Yeah, no, it was a pleasure to be with you, Kina, and you're such a happy person and such a, it's, it's an honor to work with you and have you in my life. It's, uh, it's lucky and lucky to everybody to, to have you uh, sharing so much knowledge and beautiful dreams on your podcast, basically, to make people dream again. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm blushing now. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the Dream Again podcast. I hope you enjoy our conversation with the amazing Alex Marmaziu and gain some valuable insights into the power of following your dreams and pursuing your passion. Alex is shining example of how, with determination and hard work, you can turn your dream into reality. Her story of leaving the financial industry to pursue a career in cooking and healthy living is truly inspiring, and she has proven that anything is possible if you put it into your mind. So, if you have a dream that you are passionate about, don't let anyone or anything stand into your way. Take a risk, follow your heart, and who knows, you might end it up like Alex, living a life full of purpose, passion, and fulfillment. Thank you for joining us on this journey today. And remember to always dream again. Please check the show notes in the description for more insights. You can also subscribe to my newsletter at krinaokumus.com to get additional information. If you like this episode, share it with your friends and family on social media. I will also appreciate if you would leave a review on the Apple podcast. I love to get your inputs as this will help us to understand how can we support you in your journey. And don't be afraid to share your story with us. We are all here together. And remember, it is time to dream again. It is time.